Cheap Seats Podcast. Welcome in, everybody. I'm the big man. He's the juice. And this is the Cheap Seats Podcast. What's up, buddy? Uh, what's going on, man? Uh, not a whole lot. How's your week, man? Uh, not too bad. I can't complain. It's been a weird one. Especially with everything going on in the NFL. Yeah, we're... Is there a game going on right now? Yeah, I think we still have a game going on right now. It was... uh, Okay, yeah. It was uh, going on when I last looked. It was a 345, so it should still be. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I've been kind of keeping up with it. Uh, Man, we got a jam-packed episode today, so uh, let's just jump right into it. Uh, You got any shout-outs? Uh... I got I got one shout out real quick. I want to uh, shout out some listeners that we have over in Ireland and Germany. Hey, uh, I I just want to right. I just want to say thank you to these guys. Uh, we love it. Uh, keep on listening. Tell your friends about us. I mean. We love it. Thank you. I can't believe we're reaching over the pond like that. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, so thank you guys. All right. Uh, if you don't have any shout outs, uh, we'll jump right into news time. News, news time. All right. Uh, first news off. Uh, let's get into the NFL. Uh, the Lions uh, fire Matt Patricia and Bob Quinn. Uh, I told you early on during the season, I'm, I'm surprised it didn't happen sooner. Um, Matt Patricia just in over his head. Uh, and I don't know, you know, they're trying to do the Patriot way. And the thing is, you can't do the Patriot way. You can't be Bill Belichick. you you got to be your own man. Yeah, I mean, people trying to implement Belichick stuff, like, it, it, it obviously doesn't work. It doesn't work unless you're Bill Belichick. Right, like right. You're dealing with grown men. They know when you're trying to be something you're not. Like, I mean, I think we've noticed, I don't know how many times, just even on following social media and doing social media, like, you've got to be yourself. Like, and you got to do your own thing. you got to experiment. you got to play and see what works and, and do all of these different things. But you, you can't try to be somebody else. Right, right. Okay. Uh. All right. Uh, also, uh, the Jaguars fired uh, David Caldwell. So right now there are uh, four GM jobs available, and the season's not even over with. I'm uh, I'm thinking there's probably going to be at least one or two more. Uh, I I can tell you for sure. I think uh, Chicago Bears are going to let go of uh, Ryan Pace. Holy shit! I'm looking at the <laughs> Juice's uh, score on fantasy right now. And he got a whopping 192 points. But I still have Pittsburgh team. Oh, my gosh. Right oh, my gosh. Yeah, you are smoking them right that's, now. That's in the Vampire League, too. So. You're, you're almost 100 points ahead. That's crazy. Uh, Anyways, all right. yeah. Yeah, uh, anyway, the four GM jobs available. Uh, you up. keep up with, I mean, I know at some point, like, you know some of the current GMs and, and their background. Do you know? Of any guys that might be up for these jobs, or um, I'm not no, really. I'm. So. I mean, I know a few names. Like you got a, uh, I can't think of his uh, name right offhand, but he interviewed for the Browns GM job, uh, and he didn't get it. He's Minnesota. He's the uh, what do you call it? The lieutenant GM, the assistant oh, GM. Yeah, the assistant, yeah. Uh, he uh. uh Interviewed for the job. There's a few other ones. I know the Patriots uh, got, uh, what's his name, Casario. He's up there. There's a few of them, and I'm sure there's a few retreads, too. Uh, I don't know. GMs, sometimes they don't always get second jobs. Some of them do if they're really good. Um, but of these four that's available right now between the Jaguars, uh, Detroit, Atlanta, and uh, the Texans, which one do you think the most attractive? Got to be the Houston Rams. Well, put it this way: Houston, Houston has a young doesn't have any. Yeah, they have a young quarterback, but that's pretty much all they got. Uh, they uh, don't have no first round draft picks over the next two years. Oh yeah, I don't um, think so. yeah. Then it's Atlanta for me. Uh, yeah, I think Atlanta because I mean, 
you know Arthur Blank, Blank is going to give your guy time. You know, right. he's going to give you both coach and and a GM time. Blank so. seems like a guy that does give people time. And still, you've got Matt Ryan, you've got Julio Jones, you've got Calvin Ridley. Like, there's pieces there. There's pieces there. There's picks there, obviously, now that you've brought up Houston's pick situation. Right. Uh, Jacksonville, you know, they, I don't mind that job, but I was, I'm still I wouldn't want to coach in the city of Jacksonville, not because I, I don't like Jacksonville. Yeah, I've never been there, but I just know it's not a football town. We ain't coaching you, Peter. Or a GM. <laughs> Either or. I wouldn't mind GMing down there, though, because, I mean, they, with, with a GM like you're thinking, that's beautiful weather. That's they got a treasure. They do have a treasure trove of draft picks, too. They yeah. got uh, multiple force first rounders uh when they traded Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. Um so they're uh Yeah, but my problem with being Jacksonville is I don't want to be the one to make the decision on Minshew because I don't know how I feel about Minshew. I think he's talented, but I don't know if he's NFL talented, I guess. I put him in like the neighborhood of Baker really. Maybe like a, a poor man's Baker Mayfield. I tell you though, fucking if I get a chance at Justin Fields, because they're not going to get the number one pick, so they're not going to get a pick of that. Right. If Justin Fields is sitting there, I'm taking him. And if I'm Justin Fields, I'm saying I don't want to go there. Oh. I'm serious. Good Lord. I wouldn't want to go to Jacksonville. They got, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'd be thankful to be drafted. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to sound like an idiot or nothing, but Justin Fields You've is... You've got some team every he year could, that you'd refuse to go to. They're, true, there is, there is, but Jacksonville's a their their ownership's really bad. Every year we do the draft special, you're like, yeah, if I was him, I'd refuse to go. <laughs> I would. I would. I mean, there's, there's certain teams. Year. I mean, I just would. All right, well, well, let's uh, get off that real quick uh, because you're, <laughs> this, this next little headline I'm about to say to you, I know you're going to talk a little shit about it. Okay. Um, Will Fuller suspended six games for PEDs. I knew they was something up. Yeah. He hadn't got hurt yet. I knew he was taking uh, Well, Apparently he was on some kind of medica- prescribed medication from the doctor. He he thought it was that's what that's what a story is. He thought it was in within the guidelines of the NFL, uh, but it wasn't. Let the investigation come out. If a doctor, I don't know. I don't know what it was, but they suspended him. Either way, he he's gone for six games. I knew there was something going on. Uh, um, he ain't been hurt all year, but like one, like what he do miss two weeks total, and they were like. One off. Right, yeah. Or something. I right. knew something was going on. He gets hurt way too much to be healthy this late into the season. I mean, yeah, he that you're right. I'm, <laughs> you're right. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna knock it, but when he is in there, he's effective. He, he has can, been very good this year. I'm not like I'm not gonna try to take that away. I still think he's overrated, but uh well that's remain well, we'll see if he's if he's if it comes out that he was using, you know, direct P D to stay healthy. He is a gunner though. Like he, he can go. He can go. He can catch the ball good. I mean, he's he's he got watch, potential to be. I don't he's, watch enough of Houston's games to know like if he can really run the whole route tree or what he can. But I mean, he can. He can, size. but he's not. He he really don't have the size like that I would like going over the middle. I mean, he could no. be be in open space over the middle. But yeah. not like a little quick in or something like he that, is, quick he's, out. He's really good with or not out, but quick slant. Right. I wouldn't even want him running screens or slants because he's going to get demolished. Coming It'd be short slants if I did. Yeah, you'd have to do something to where you know you've been protecting like a, a dead on. That's where the ball's going. Right, right. Somebody coming in to pick off the, the linebacker that's trying to yeah. get his head off. Like, I'd, I'd have to protect him. I think he'd be effective in a West Coast system with, you know, be, but also being able to, you know, stretch the field as well. Yeah, Houston's got a job opening down there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, we didn't talk about that at some point, too. I want to know who you want on these coaches. I'm yeah, uh, I got I got a few ideas on, on a few coaches uh, on for a few jobs, but I want to see how many other jobs open up. Who do you uh, want for Atlanta? For their head coach? Yeah, I got, a, I, got, I got an idea for that one. All right, you tell me your idea real quick. You who? Lincoln Riley? Uh, you give Lincoln Riley, Calvin Ridley, Julio Jones, Matt Ryan, Todd Gurley, maybe take an offensive lineman or something. Yeah, but who's to say they're not going to blow it up in Atlanta? I mean, Matt Ryan's on the downside of his career. If you can get Lincoln Riley, why blow it up? 
You think they're a coach away from winning a Super Bowl? I think they're an offensive mind. That can I think they could be the a juggernaut on offense. Competitive. But I mean, Matt Ryan's on the downside of his career, so they're not going to have. Yeah, but Matt Ryan can still sling it. He he can, but what I'm saying is, you're not going to have him for you know at, at 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 a high level for five years, or at Harbaugh. a high level, or Julio. I think Harbaugh. I I don't like Harbaugh. No, you mean Jim Harbaugh? Yeah. No, no, I don't what, like him. What, what did he do in San Francisco? He did great in San Francisco, but. Look at the quarterback he had. So give him Matt Ryan. True, but Matt yeah. Ryan's not the mobile quarterback that he he's normally used to having. I mean, he he had Kaepernick, he had Alex Smith, who Alex Smith, who is a, a mobile quarterback. Yes, he's a like a great Harbaugh. pocket passer, but he before his his injury, he was a mobile quarterback. Yeah, but I think Harbaugh can coach up the quarterback's position, and Harbaugh's a very good offensive coach. If he could do, yeah, but. All right, if where's well, he at with Michigan? Good, he's a very good. Well, he's a very good motivator as well, and he's gonna be. You know, he's gonna be short term. He's not. Gonna yeah, stay, he's not gonna. Stay, he's not gonna want to stay there more than five years. That that's true. That's true about him. To, and you can hire him. You can go on a run, and then once Harbaugh decides then to start to rebuild, hot job, then you can blow it up. I, uh, I'm not a big. You know, I'm not a big Harbaugh you get, fan because I. Lincoln Riley, though, you want to. Yeah. You want Lincoln for 10. Right. 10 yeah. Years, so. You're going to want him as long as you can have yeah. it. So maybe Harbaugh is the better fit for Atlanta. But I want Lincoln. I want, I want Lincoln for Atlanta. I mean, as fit wise, you know, I, I I hate Harbaugh, but that's just, you know, m- mainly because he's a Michigan guy. But I mean, I just, I think he's overrated as a coach. I, I mean, he done great in the NFL, but. I think Harbaugh's, Harbaugh's thing to me. Is he comes in and he gets guys to play way above their potential, and then he moves on once he gets bored. Yeah, he did it in in at Stanford. He, he right did it at San Francisco. I think he's looking for a way out of Michigan. You think he's getting bored at Michigan? I think he's getting bored of losing at Michigan. Oh, I mean, I know he's getting bored of getting that ass whooped by Ohio State, which was, <laughs> which is by everybody he's this year. By everybody yeah. Anyway. All right. Uh, Anyways, okay. You can yeah. The, the real quick, the Saints were fined 500000 and docked a seventh-round pick for oh, COVID what? violations. Yeah. Oh, that, that, yeah. And this is – I think the NFL got a little egg on their face with this one. They – they, you know, they've. Uh, Did they find Denver? They find all four of the Denver quarterbacks. They find them. Um, Did they find Denver at the organization? I don't know if they find them yet. That they find they find New Orleans. Right. So they find their owner. I don't know if they find. I don't know if they find uh, the Broncos yet. I'm not saying well, that I they have. Find- New Orleans as an organization, you don't find Denver. Right. Well, what about the Ravens? I don't know if they're... I don't know the situation with the Ravens. See, but they did find the players, but I don't know if they find the organization. I do know uh, that the Broncos tried to, on Saturday before their game, they tried to get the NFL to pass over to let them activate an assistant coach to play quarterback, and the NFL denied it. Uh, so they were forced to start a practice squad wide receiver at quarterback, right. which did not fare well mm. at all. Um, yeah, I mean, he threw more the interceptions. My ass, I didn't even think about it, and I kept bringing McManus in as my kicker. Right. Like, I didn't even – it did not register in my brain that McManus was – Was that in the Vamp League? Uh, that you had him sure, in? I'm pretty sure I got him in both of these. It, I mean, it – it didn't matter in the Vamp League. It didn't matter in the Vamp League, anyways. But yeah. I still did it. Like, and I would have said, like, at any other time, I'd have been like, yeah, I'll get everybody out of Denver. Like, right. They play for Denver, get them out of your lineup. So right. So I'm even paid to look at my kicker. But, uh. Uh, all right. Um. Okay, Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers has passed for uh, 50,000 yards. And, oh. Real yeah, quick, we'll say, oh, was it in Van Fleet? And I had Kyler Murray with seven points in the Van Fleet, <laughs> in my lineup. Oh, my gosh. Uh, at 190. Yeah. Uh, 192. Rodgers has passed for 50,000 yards in, in his career, finally. Um, 
But real quick, back to the Broncos whole, you know, starting that. Do you think that's the NFL trying to make an example out of the Broncos and and this game again get postponed, still making the Ravens play? I think the NFL don't know what's going on with this COVID. I think they're going just by the seat of their pants with it. I think it boils down to money, and they're I I'll tell you right now, it's making them to me. It's making them look like they're putting money over people and that their you know their their priorities are all out of whack right now because you know you're put if if you're putting your players out there in danger which i'm not saying that if they get covid that they're getting in danger but if they pass it on to somebody else who passes on to somebody right, else yeah, you know what i'm saying yeah. but it it's uh are you putting money over that are you putting money over the players because if you are then you're wrong for it. I mean, I know it's a business, right. but the players are your product. Right. So, I mean, it's kind of like a double-edged sword to me. I don't know. My thing is, the, like, the question was what? Is, is it them making an example? Yeah, you think they're, know, you know, like making an example? I think, I think they're in over their head. I think they're flying by the seat of their pants at the moment. Because, like I said, I don't know how you find New Orleans, but you don't find Denver because it's all four quarterbacks. We're in close proximity without a mask. Obviously, that's a violation of what the NFL has said. Right, right. So, there's no way that you can find New Orleans and not find Denver. But then, you've got this whole thing going on with Baltimore right now where they're playing on Wednesday night because they couldn't get theirs under control. Right. I don't know what the situation is there, and they're trying to handle that at the same time as trying to handle their normal bit. They're trying to handle all of this while they're trying to handle their normal business. I think they're just overwhelmed with it. I think that's part of it, uh, you know. Of course, they're trying. They're trying so hard not to cancel games, and they've done well. It, but it's been, you know, it's it's been a weird season. It's been, uh, I mean, fantasy wise, it's been a struggle for me. I can tell you that much. Uh, uh, all right. So, uh, Santa Clara has uh, new COVID restrictions, and now the Forty ers are not allowed to play. Uh, a game, a home game for the next three weeks, so they're forced to uh, go to Arizona. Yeah, they're not allowed to practice there either. Right. So, is that what they're doing? Are they going to Arizona? Yeah, they're going to be playing in Arizona on Monday night, which Arizona plays the the day before in Arizona as well. So, it's... uh, Arizona allowing fans? I'm not sure if they're allowing fans, but... I'm thinking more about the field. They're they're gonna, you know, that field's gonna be extra. I'm thinking about how much money's coming into the city of Arizona, Phoenix. Or, or, yeah, the right. Phoenix. The, the, yeah, it it should be, you know, it'll benefit them. I think it'll help. Yeah. Uh, all right. Philly's been giving uh, Jalen Hurts first team reps, uh, which I'm not surprised by that. Uh, Doug Peterson, you think he's on uh, the hot seat? He probably is at this point. Uh, you think he should be? Probably. Do you think? Do you think uh, his coaching is the reason why Carson Wentz is having such a shitty season? I like, think Doug Peterson's a good coach. Uh, I think he is too. I don't think that's the reason Carson Wentz is having a bad season. But how long has it been since he won that Super Bowl in New England? Uh, three years ago, four years ago. Yeah, so, okay, you can't really ride. 2017, I think. You can't really ride that Super Bowl anymore to keep your job. Right. They've not really been effective last couple of years. Right. Uh, I'd say he probably, yeah, he probably needs to be, but I don't think Peterson is the problem. But I, I think Wentz is the problem, but they're stuck with him because of his uh, contract yeah, and the salary him. cap hit. But I think the problem is, I mean, why don't you place a little bit of blame on uh, – the GM who uh, drafted Carson Wentz. I mean, they I don't get, even know if Carson Wentz is the full problem. I think Carson Wentz has all the physical tools. I think he does too. I, I think he's lost he's confidence there, in yeah, himself. I don't know if he's there as confidence wise. I don't know. I I really don't even know if he's there mentally. You know but, did 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 you watch the Monday night game? Yeah, I watched part of it, and I. I just remember thinking to myself, watching Russell Wilson and and Carson Wentz, I was watching them, and, like, you could tell a big difference. Like, Russell Wilson was always 
and control the game. Even when he scrambled, he was still calm and collective. Yeah, you can tell when. You look at Wentz and like like when when Russell threw the ball, you knew where the ball was going. When when Wentz threw the ball, you didn't know where the hell it's going. I mean, he's underthrowing, he's overthrowing, he's hitting the dirt. I mean. Yeah, I think it, I, th- I do think his confidence is shot. I, I think it's very shot. I don't know if he's there as far as you think. Now defenses are adjusting to him, and I don't know if he's there as far as counter adjusting. Right. To right. defenses, but like I said, I don't think Peterson's the problem. But I think Peterson probably does need to be on the hot seat because that's just the way it goes. You're an NFL head coach, right? And you're usually tied to your quarterback, yeah, and you know, they you gave know. up a ton for Carson to get Carson. And and they doubled down when they signed him that big deal. Uh, so they're stuck with him for at least the next couple years, anyways. Yeah. Um, so you know, whoever they get, if if they do fire Doug Peterson, which I'm not saying they should, because I I agree with you. I think he's a, a damn good coach. I think, like I said, I think it's warranted to have the discussion. And even if you fire him, I think I can say I can see why you did it. Do you get rid of the GM too and Howie Roseman? See, I think Howie's a good GM. Too. I think he is too. So I, th- like I said, I think it's warranted if you do it. But for me personally, I would not. All right. Okay. Because it's it's hard to find a good head coach, and I think yeah. Doug Peterson's a good head coach. I I think he is too. I agree. It's hard with to you. find a good GM, and I think they've got one there too. All right. Or if they fire them both, it couldn't happen to a better city. Let me tell you. Oh. <laughs> All right, uh, let's get out of the NFL for a minute. Uh, um, Sarah Fuller, I don't know if you know the name or not. Uh, Vanderbilt punter? The first kicker. kicker. Yeah, the first female to play in college football game for a Power 5 school. What's uh, funny, though, is uh, a day later, the head coach was fired. <laughs> um, I didn't know that. And I heard her. Oh, sorry. I, I heard, uh, I think, on, it, on, on, on. yeah. Let me, let me give some listeners a little bit of a live, like, idea of what goes on back here. <laughs> so I come in from work, and I come in here every Wednesday from work and sit down, and big man goes, you want to know what I got for the script? And I go, nope, I'm a live react. <laughs> <laughs> so if you ever just hear me just fly off the handle and start laughing like that, it's because I really didn't know what was coming. And I really thought it was comical. Right. Everything you get from me is a live reaction because I never let him tell me what's coming. All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, also, I was going to tell you, uh, during the halftime game, apparently, you, you got to have the bottle open there, buddy. Uh, apparently, the the kicker, Sarah Fuller, gave the old team a pep top and told them, you know, pretty much told them to get their heads out of their asses. Hey, I like it. Uh, I do, but a girl, you know, not just the girl, and I don't want to sound sexist or anything, because I think I'm okay with them, you know, having a kicker. I watched, have you ever seen, uh, Necessary Roughness? Old, old football movie? I don't think so. Heck, Kathy Ireland, she kicked in, in that movie. (laughs) Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, she gave a little pep top to him, all that stuff, but the next day the coach was fired. Of course. Uh, oh, number three, Ohio State. Anyways, hold on. You said Wait. something there that we're gonna get flack for. All right. I just clarify. Okay. Because you started to say something about her being a girl and, and not sounding sexist, yada yada yada. We had this conversation off air. The the thing that we didn't know, and I don't think anybody will know because it's unprecedented times with her playing kicker at a D one school and in the SEC at Vanderbilt. What we didn't know, never have experiencing it, never have seen it, is if there's a situation in the open field where she has to make a tackle or somebody has right. to move, like, not only, I have no problem, like, she can go in there and throw her head in there and hit all she wants. I don't know how I would feel, and I don't know how any of these other athletes that right. are on the field with her right. feel about, you know, lowering the shoulder, stiff arming. Right. Whatever the situation may be, I don't know. And I don't think anybody's going to know that until that scenario comes about. I mean, I know as, 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 you know, 
from a, a woman's perspective, I'm sure they would just want to be treated just like everybody else, exactly. more than likely. But from a man's perspective, neither one of us know how we would react in that situation. Right. And I don't know if some of these SEC athletes know how they're going to react in that situation. I don't think anybody's going to know until that scenario comes up. Right. And I don't want to, like, if you're okay with her playing, I don't want to hear no shit. Right. A return man hits a hole and she's the only one to beat if he lowers his shoulder. Or step arms or, or whatever. And, and and she gets hurt or a yeah. little banged up. I mean, like if you're okay with football. this right now, I don't want to hear no shit if something happens. Right. Right. That's true. That's I mean the I only, I get what it. they say about it. And I don't know, like I said, I don't know how I don't know how I would react. If I was the head coach, I I don't know what I would do. I mean, if 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 she was if she was insistent on being out there the entire time i guess i would probably let her do it if 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 i felt comfortable but if i didn't feel comfortable enough i'd tell her you know kick that off you know kick it you know get it kicked off and get your butt to the sidelines but i I don't want to sound sexist and i don't want to be like that but i'm basically saying protect yourself this is what it is are you comfortable with it? And I'm going to talk to her parents. Are you comfortable right. with it? This is what this is. You know? And then if, if everybody signs off on it, I'm going to say, okay, go play football. Right. Like, whatever. But if I'm the other head coach, that's the problem I have. If now, players on the other team, I don't know. I, I don't can tell you this team. much. When I was in high school. I love the fact that it's happening. Like, don't let me, don't make no mistakes about it. I love the fact. That she's getting her opportunity. Right. When I was in high school, we had um, a girl on our team, and she was a brute. I mean, yeah. she could handle herself. Yeah, she was no. a, like a, a defensive offensive lineman. Yeah. She was like the, there in the trenches. Yeah. She was a brute. No, I've seen plenty of girls playing high school football. I've seen plenty of girls that can handle themselves, and I ain't saying she ain't one of them. Right. But my thing is, if you're okay with it now, I don't want to hear nothing later. But then again, you know, she is a soccer player, so I'm sure she was of smaller stature weight-wise. So, and what you get that in the NFL, too, with or, or in, in football kickers, guys yeah, and yeah, stuff, with well, kickers as well. But uh, they're, they're yeah, I mean, you talk about like a 100, maybe 120, 115-pound yeah. woman getting hit by a 240, you know, 220-pound Running back or whatever, you know, return or whatever. Even a two hundred five speed guy. Right, right. Generally, two hundred five is about the smallest you're gonna see. Right. You might. You might see one ninety. It's like one ninety something. Right. Even then, you're talking about somebody that's got seventy pounds on her. Like. Okay. All right. Very common background is the soccer background for kickers and punters and. Let's move on uh, real quick. Uh, Number three, Ohio State. They uh, must finish the season and play their last two games for them to be uh, eligible for the conference championship or bowl eligible either. Um, so this is really big. Do you think if they if they go undefeated, win their last two games, which would put them at 6-0, and do you think that's enough to get them into the playoffs? Yeah. You think it is? Yeah. I'm starting to see I'm with – that's what I was going to say. I'm I'm starting to see more like, and more. They've looked impressive. And obviously, Justin Fields is one of the best quarterbacks in the country. Right. Uh, they obviously have talent around him, and they're a very good team. Yeah. Um, Whatever. I have no problem with them getting in. Yeah, I'm starting to see the playoff committee. I'm starting to see how they choose. And they put a lot of emphasis on, on the eyeball test. Yeah. And I think Ohio State missed the eyeball test. That's, that's a lot of what I like about the committee as a part, as opposed to the BCS. Right. There's Th- a lot more eyeball that that's, goes into this. That's a, essentially what happened the year Ohio State won the the first playoff game, uh, the playoff championship. Yeah. Uh, they they could have put in TCU and they yeah, didn't. They got be, in on the uh, and they got it in on and and they were right because Ohio State was the best team in the country at that time. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, Last little tidbit right here, and, and I want to talk to you about uh, the U.K. getting upset by Richmond. Oh, let's and then, go back to the NFL. Yeah, last <laughs> night they lost to uh, Kansas. Now, I'm not going to get over 
overreact too much because this is usually Kentucky and Calipari's M.O. Um, you know, they bring in young guys, and they struggle at first sometimes. Uh, unless you get lucky and have a team like Anthony Davis and, and things like that, like they did in 2011, 2012. Uh, what's, uh, what's wrong with uh, U.K.? Why can't they shoot the three? Like, they were 0 for 10 against uh, Richmond. Uh, they're they're not in uh, good shape shooting the ball. Um, so, I know anybody that hears this that's not in the state of Kentucky is going to say the same thing, that that's the way it always is. But it's not to this level, guys. They're young. They are young. You're talking about nine freshmen on this roster. Like, two sophomores that didn't get much playing time last year and a grad transfer. You're talking about guys that this is a whole new system for right. them. In an offseason that was not your typical offseason where you just installed the system and you could work with them and you know, like they're flying by the seat of their pants on what the regulations are. The regulations here in Kentucky are pretty stiff. I don't know what they've been for basketball and collegiate athletics, but I know everywhere else the restrictions have been kind of tough. So you're talking about that. And you're talking about historically a team under John Calipari that hasn't been able to shoot the ball. Okay. That's Calipari's MO. He does not recruit shooters, he recruits Athletic, long wings that are, and then rim protectors, and that's just shooting's not his thing. Right, he you, doesn't recruit shooting. He's do do you think he? Do you shooting. think he needs to? Uh, I'd like to see one shooter at least. I mean, they did have Tyler Hero, but usually you have one guy that kind of comes in, right, and is able to hold his own. Tyler Hero, uh. Jerron Lamb on the national championship team was a pretty good corner yeah. shooter. Uh, Darius Miller developed into a pretty good shooter. Um, historically, they have had one guy that has either developed into a pretty good shooter or comes in as a pretty good shooter. Okay. And But I would say I don't particularly – I don't – you don't know with these guys. And you don't know how much – I don't know how much confidence is an issue right uh -huh. now because you're talking about a team that's so young, a team that has never played together, that is trying to figure each other out on the fly, especially against a team like Kansas and, like you said, a team like Richmond that is so well organized and full of upperclassmen that have played together for so long. It's it's going to be hard at the beginning. Calipari is going to get these guys playing good probably about midseason, right about the time conference play is supposed to get started. Cal will have these guys humming. And so I'm not – I didn't overreact that Morehead State right. said that they're the greatest team ever. I'm not going to overreact now that they've lost to two teams that are very talented. Yeah, the the Richmond game, they're, they're uh, uh, ranked now after that win, which they should be. They had uh, returning starters. They should have been ranked. The upper yeah, upperclassmen. Of course, Kansas is Kansas. So I said, when it, I said when the rankings come out, even at 10, I didn't know how you – put them at 10 because right they're all new at, at, as a fan i would as a fan i would like to you know i would love to see them have more talent on the perimeter as far as shooting the ball i'd like to have some shooters too but i mean generally though that's the guys that you're right are that's the attracted guy. to cal's system because cal's like Cal wants to roll the ball out there and let the horses run. Right, I get and that. And that's what you loved about him when he came in. Right. Was that he wanted to let him run. He wanted to run it wide open. and, and But, I mean, the game's changing. And, uh, well, I don't it's, think it's, it's changed that much since Cal came in. Like, uh, the three-point ball was still. Right, but, I mean, now you got the phenomenon with Steph Curry yeah. and, and Trey Young. And, and, you're, and you're starting to see it more and more. Because, I mean, look at teams like Villanova. They want... They won two national titles behind the three. You do, but how? And good defense. Villanova has upperclassmen. Right, that's true. And 
all of these, like, Trey Young was, he's a phenomenon. Right. Steph Curry was a phenomenon. Like, and Steph Curry was an upperclassman. And, and, you know. I can't remember if he was a junior or senior, but I, he was not, like. No, and he he didn't start out being a, a, a no, great three-pointer. He developed, yeah, he developed. So, you're not, how many 18-year-old kids do you know that have played on the AAU circuit and been the most athletic, most dominant guy since they were babies? Right. How many of them do you know that can actually shoot? Probably not a lot because so they're probably the, going in trying to. that can shoot, they're generally upperclassmen or lower, like, mid-tier teams that attract probably from, like, 60 and down. All right. On the ESPN 150 or Rivals or whatever you go off of. They're not guys that are pulling top 10 recruits because those top 10 recruits have been the most athletic guys. Right, yeah. Since they were a baby. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Uh, so if you're that guy, if you're that guy, why would you worry about shooting? True. Because you're going to get to the hole whenever the hell you wanted to, anyway. Okay. So. All right. All right, guys. Uh, we had to pause it for a second. Uh, some dumbass <laughs> forgot to turn on their uh, microphone, uh, so we didn't realize uh, uh, Juice over here was just uh, getting the feedback off of my microphone. Uh, so now he's. He's on, so you should hear him loud and clear now. Do I sound better now? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> I should have known. I should have known. Well, I didn't pick up on it. But, Usually, I mean, I just, I don't know. I didn't even think about it. I come in here and just started taking my coveralls yeah. off from work and started drinking, and All right, I so, didn't even think about it. So we got through pretty much most of the show like this, so we're going to just go ahead and run with it because we just wasted about 40 minutes doing that, so... <laughs> We're going to go on. If you can't hear me, I apologize. That's all right. Uh, let's uh, let's move on real quick to, uh, you want to do a sound off? You damn right all I want right. to do a sound off. You good? You better be glad you caught my mic before we did this sound all off. All right, all right, good. Uh, what do you want to sound off on? All right, so Arizona, New England. Okay. You got this game going on. It's I watched It's tie ball game. New England's got the ball. They run a little option going across through there. Got no problem with that. Better save me a shot of that. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, you can have the rest of it. Just pour one shot. Anyways, so they run the option. Uh, Cam Newton gets about 10 or 11 yards. He's heading out of bounds. Um, Simmons from Arizona. Yeah. yeah. Uh, their rookie uh, linebacker. Yep. Coming out of Clemson. Yeah. Mr. Do-It-All. Yeah. Um, Lays him out. Yeah. I, right? I've seen that. I've you following me so far? I, Am I painting I, a pretty oh, good picture? I, I went back. We talked about this earlier on. I went back and looked at uh, the yeah. replay. Um, it looked the, – the only thing that I could take away from it more more so than anything is he was kind of high on him. So, as, as a ref, I could – if they called it a helmet-to-helmet play, I could – I could say, okay. That's the problem. All right. Because I can make the argument that, yeah, he did make helmet contact, and if you want to go technical with the rule, it's a penalty. Right. They didn't call that. They call a late hit. Late hit. Cam Newton is obviously in bounds when contact right. is made. All right. He was not out of bounds. It cost him 15 yards. New England goes down there, literally hands the ball to James White. He runs a one-yard play. Cam runs up and spikes it. New England kicks the ball and wins. And they beat Arizona, right. Uh, and as a, it's an option play. Cam Newton is running the ball. He is not allowed quarterback protection at that point. That's bullshit. It's the wrong call. And as far as the helmet to helmet, we talked about as well. I can see it. I can make the argument. That is the rule. Yada, yada, yada. But I don't know what the hell these defensive guys are supposed to do anymore. You got a strike zone from here to here. Yeah, NFL, they're protecting their quarterbacks, and I get that, okay? They're your money makers. They're what puts asses in seats. They're what sells jerseys. They're, I mean, right. they're the face of your franchise. Right. They're the face of your league. I get protecting quarterbacks. Right. I'm not dogging that. But you cannot ask these defensive guys, especially when you're dealing with a Cam Newton, right. Kyler Murray, somebody you. that, Lamar Jackson that can run like a running back, and then you give them a strike zone from – the bottom of their neck to the top of their waist. All right. How it 
12, 13 miles an hour when I'm flying by the seat of my pants? Am I supposed to hit in that zone? Right. Especially if Especially they're ducking. I'm moving, I'm moving cars. Yeah, you're ducking, you're juking, you're spinning, they're doing all kinds of shit. How am I supposed to hit there to there every single time? I've seen it a million times where a defensive player had uh, the offensive player not made the uh, sudden movement to brace themselves. Yeah. Or- they they would have probably hit that strike zone. Um, but whenever they brace with the offensive player braces themselves and they kind of duck down, they they go lower, so yeah. they get hit higher. Yeah, I don't understand, especially like you're seeing that call, you know, running backs for helmet to helmet. Like right. when they're hitting them, they're coming through a hole, and you got a six four linebacker trying to hit a five ten running back who's bracing for impact and covering the ball, right. and and I like I don't know how you ask him to at the speed that these guys are running Get to come in and, and and hit him in a strike zone right. when he's already six inches shorter than him. Like and then you and then you can't tackle, you know, below the waist pretty much anymore. Yeah, because, because of knee injuries. Knees, I mean I like I don't I get what the NFL is trying to do with protecting players and trying to stop knee injuries and trying right. to stop head injuries. But damn, I don't know what these defensive guys are supposed to do. I get, I get it. I totally get it. I think the NFL, you know, is too much on protect. I mean, I get football is a collision sport. I get that. But we all know when we played football, we all knew what we were signing up for. Yeah. These and every one of these guys know what they're signing up right. for. They know why they're making the millions. We've we've talked we've talked about this before about the whole um uh what you call it uh uh. The head injuries and stuff. Yeah, CTE, yeah, yeah, yeah. CTE. And, CTE with the, you know. With yeah, I brought it up with Antonio injury. Brown. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. You know, we know what happened. We get concussions. Right. So, the NFL players know that. But but they still choose to play. So, they know that their, their heads yeah, are in you got the option to retire at any right. point. They don't have to play football. No. You don't have to do it. Uh, yeah. Uh, but I think they're getting to a point now where they're overprotecting instead of just protecting. I I get trying to protect them. I get trying to get this out of the media with head injuries and with knee injuries. And and I get trying to help people live long, prosperous lives. But it's it's getting to the point now where you can't even blow a kiss to the quarterback without getting a No, I don't know how many of them I've seen where I'm like, what the hell? And then how can you ask a, a... a defensive lineman, defensive end, who's in in the process of falling on, you know, tackling a quarterback and falling. Oh, well, don't fall with all your weight on. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it's hard not to. I yeah. Mean, sometimes you can brace yourself, but sometimes it's just hard not to. And how, how is it fair to ask that edge rusher that's coming off the ball at full speed, trying to, because that's what you're telling him to do. Right. It's come at him full speed, but if he gets within three inches of him and that quarterback lets it go, he's supposed to fucking stop. Yeah, yeah, that's that's like, not right. That's just not right. That's hard to freaking do, I think especially when you're that damn close. Yeah, and you're in the mentality of I've got him. Right. Especially like I said, a Deshaun Watson, a, a Cam Newton, a Kyler Murray, a, somebody that moves and can get away from you. Mm-hmm. Like you're trying to get to him as quick as you can. You're trying to get to him. Before he makes a move, before he really sees you coming, like just so you can get him on the ground, because those guys are hard to tackle, and these guys know it. Okay, all right. But then they got to hit them in the strike zone. Then they can't fall yeah. with the weight on them, and then that's there's a whole other their hands while they're trying to fight off another offensive lineman trying to block them. Their hands can't touch their face. Like I, I don't I know mean, what you want these defensive yeah, guys to do. I mean, it, it's so hard as a defensive player to. Uh adjust at high speeds like that. Yeah, so, that's really my sound off is what I mean, are these defensive guys supposed to do? Okay, you, you call a penalty. If it's blatant, call a penalty. Yeah, fine I'm fine with if it. it. If it's blatant, do it. They but duck it. They duck their head. They lead with their crown. They, If it's obvious, they're not trying to hit that strike zone. Like, But if it's, if it's something where you see, like, sometimes you can just see, like, a defensive player was on, on a trajectory to – Go ahead and and you know uh, hit the strike zone, like I said, yeah. and then and and then you know the player tenses up 
And he, he, he ducks a little himself. bit. He moves he a little bit to the left. Right. Like you can you don't you don't know. All right, uh, let's. Are you good with your uh, sound off? Yeah, I'm done. I okay. got my point across. I don't. I don't really have much of a sound off because I agree with with everything. I don't have a rebuttal to it or nothing. Uh, I'm good with it. So yeah, let's, uh, that's that's my only point. Is it just kills me? I just don't know what the hell you want them to do. And really, what you're doing is as much as you're saying that we're protecting the offensive guys and you're setting these offensive guys up to make millions and millions and millions, you're completely devaluing defense. You're taking right, money out right. of these defensive guys' pocket because how much effect can you have on the game the more restrictions you put on them? Mm -hmm. Like Simmons is a guy that can do it all. Yeah, He can play anywhere from safety to defensive end and you are completely devaluing him because of all these restrictions right. and, and whatever. And well, I'm not saying turn these boys these loose. Yeah, I'm not saying turn these boys loose and let it turn into blitz the league. Right. You Did you ever wanna, play that game? You know what I'm talking about? I mean, you don't uh, – yeah, I think so. I it was an old off-brand like game that they came out with for a while that I think it had uh, – NFL Blitz. Yeah, no, it wasn't NFL. It was not NFL sponsored. It uh, was just blitz the league. And it was um, LT was on the cover of the I first one. You like could that. do dirty hits. Yeah, you could do ones where you took the guys, the offensive guys' helmet off, and which is hilarious because you're a Browns fan. Yeah. you could take their helmet off and hit the offensive guy with it. Like you could, it that's showed awesome. the bone snapping. Oh. That's hysterical. I that think just I remember hit me. That game, but I just don't remember by, I, by the name. I, I, I the love name, that game, so. but I'm not saying turn it into that. Right, I'm right. absolutely protect some of these guys. Right, but you can't devalue them either. Yeah, I mean, you got to let them. Play. Like really, the only position that you can really pay anymore on the defensive on the defensive side is corner. Corner, because like you could you could say pass rushers, but. I mean, you, but you got to have special pass rushers, though. Like he's got there. to be special. Yeah, I mean, you get, you know, I, like, I was a little hesitant to give Miles Garrett that big contract that the Browns gave him, but I'm happy that they gave it to him. I, I am think they got off and cheap, to be honest with you. But like, I don't think if you could go back, I don't think Houston would have signed JJ Watt to as much money as they did. Do you think? Uh, well, yeah, and and. And they were right on Jadavian Clowney. They didn't keep yeah. him around. They they actually were right about yeah, that. Yeah, they were. I'm not. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't try to take that away from them. Yeah, but that trade. I, I mean, think the only thing that made JJ still effective is his ability to throw his hands up. Yeah, throw his hands up to swat the ball. I mean, yeah. that's why he got the nickname JJ Swat. So, right. Yeah, but I, I totally agree. You wouldn't have gave him that much money just off of that ability. Well, he went. You know, he he got that much money up for like. Two seasons where he was defensive player of the year. Yeah, but now all these restrictions are coming in, and even if he does stay healthy, oh yeah, JJ's not. He JJ's can't be as effective as he was. No, no, he's definitely not. He's on the downside of his career. So yeah, uh, but so, I think uh, you're really going to see defensive guys contracts go down. Yeah, I agree. The more restrictions that come in, I think you can find guys that can cover. Yeah. I agree. I agree with like, you. Like, I think that's where the NFL's going at this point is getting guys that can cover and just praying that your front guys don't get penalties. Yeah, but you get, you still got to have that defensive front to, you know, put pressure on somewhat to – because, I mean, the quarterback can't just sit back there untouched or pick you apart. Well, yeah, but if you're – if there's any more restrictions that come in, I'm telling you these guys ain't going to be able to do nothing. Oh, yeah. I think they need to implement some of the stuff they done, done in the XFL last year. Uh, I really like the XFL. I just last year. I like some of the stuff that they were doing. I I love the kickoff. I love yeah. The, I love that idea. That yeah, was I my didn't, favorite thing. I didn't mind. I like the kickoff. I like the replay yeah. system that they did, and especially like letting you come in there to the booth and hear yeah what they were really talking about. Like I love that because it's like why. Well, you're kind of sitting there like, well, why the hell don't the NFL let us here? Yeah, they like what the. What's I don't know. It if just the opens. NFL will ever adopt any of that stuff because well, it's I mean, not they adopted their the home, sky cam. They should. They did. The XFL was the original one that done the sky cam. Did they do that? Yeah, I I didn't know. Vince's first implement on okay. the XFL that was, that was the one thing the NFL took from it was the I sky cam. I like the Madden view. 
I do too. I love, I love that. I do too, but I don't know. You can't see your whiteouts as well on, yeah. on, the, on the outside. I don't know how that would work on TV. Well, I mean, they do, they've done it a few times. Like the, they've done it a few times on like Sunday Night Football. You'll watch on where it goes behind the quarterback yeah. a little bit. Yeah, and they'll put it. They'll actually run the play from there. I think that's cool. I love that. Yeah, I think it's definitely different. I'd love to see a whole game like that because it's kind of like it gives you. That I don't know. I kind of like that side view of. What's I do, going on. but I also like. I I just think it's a change up. I think it's. I would like a little bit of a change. But then you'd have to like maybe to start to play out, have it up like that. Then whenever it, you know. I was about to say because my big thing, like especially as a fantasy owner, like I'll the sit there and I'll rush. go, okay, Devontae's far hash. Right. Right. Or I get that. Julio is near side or. Right. You know, whatever, such and such in the slot, right. or, I get or what you're that's kind of where I'm hoping. But it's kind of kind of scout where the ball I'm is. not saying that they got to do it. I think they, you know, they do. I it. don't want it from every play. No, but, I don't think they do it every play, anyways. But it's still pretty cool. Yeah, I think it would be neat. All right, uh, but I definitely want the replay system. Well, let's I uh, hear it. jump into uh, our fantasy picks real quick. Okay. Okay. Um, Last week, we'll do a quick recap because it wasn't pretty. Uh, week 12 recap. And I will say this. The, these were pretty much all four of these picks were my picks. But uh, uh, Juice here, he did agree with them. So he looked I like did. a dumbass. I too. did. Uh, I'll take blame for it. Both, both of us. Uh, but I do say co host. So we do, we do have a little bit of excuses to go with these. Uh, Daniel Jones, he had 10.42 points. He got hurt. He got hurt. Uh, Savoy Ahmed, he got hurt after we recorded. So, uh, whenever we picked. Uh, oh, yeah. By the time we didn't put that out. Like, yeah, he was, it was uh, already in, He was injured. Yeah. Uh, the one bright spot in our lineup, Nelson Aguilar, uh, yeah. he had 10 points. He didn't do huge, but he had 10.4 points. Well, just take that out of a receiver, especially one that cheap. Yeah. Um, and then Jalen Rieger, you know, who – I can't really blame him as much as I can uh, the quarterback play right now with the Eagles, but uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, he had four point one points. So I'm starting to say stay out of Philly, yeah. which in my money league I picked up Alshon Jeffrey. Uh, yeah, yeah. To, but I picked him up weeks ago before he even got cleared. Somebody kind of got in a pinch between COVID and whatnot and dropped him. I liked Alshon. I picked him up. He's sitting on the end of my bench. Like I think he's super talented. But I got to see it before I'm going to put him in. I'm not going to put him in before I see it. Okay. And, I mean, I'm at playoff point now almost. So, uh, if he don't show it here soon, I'm – Yeah, you there ain't no shot in hell. I'm get, your, get better by not having it. Yeah. All right, all right. So, let's uh, get on to week 13 picks. Uh, quarterback, we got Derek Carr at the Jets. The uh, this was your pick. I like I like that pick because I actually said Kirk Cousins. Uh, but yeah, I like this is like, a great bounce back for Carr. I like Derek Carr before the season started. I like Derek Carr. I think Derek Carr is super talented. I think it's a good matchup. He is. He is a talented quarterback. Yeah, I mean you can say what you want. He's had so many different coaches, so many different systems come in and out of there. True. And I think you're seeing now that Gruden's in what year three, year two. two? He, okay, you're starting to see. That car is, he's the real damn deal. Right. Like, right. No, you're right. He is in year three. Gruden. Okay. Yeah. Gruden's in year three. You're seeing Derek Carr in the same system Mm -hmm. for three years. Right. He has not had that since he's been in the league. You're starting to see that he is really that good. He is. He he is. And he's really uh, that smart, too, to have been able to hold his starting job through all those different coaching oh, changes yeah. and, and those different and, systems. And through his turbulent time that he had where he had his, you know, he had a shitty season, a couple seasons. Um, yeah, but and, you're talking about he's changed systems right. down there every year. And he he's still a fairly young quarterback, too. So and I'm glad they've given Gruden time. Yeah. I'm glad they've given Gruden time. I like I really Gruden am. time. I, I was a little worried about Carr losing his job whenever they picked up uh, Mariota in the offseason because Mariota just seems like – Yeah, because you was afraid Gruden was getting bored. I was too. That type of quarterback that Gruden would want, like yeah. that Rich Gannon type, like yeah. a retread. Because yeah. Rich Gannon, whenever Gruden was with the Raiders, he was a retread with the Raiders. Yeah. Um, he was that um, runner type. I yeah. Mean, 
Yeah, uh, yeah. Like we were both scared in the off season, and I said I don't want to see Derek Carr lose his job. I think yeah. Derek Carr is the guy that is the right pick for the Raiders. Like, I but anyways, yeah, more. yeah. That's the pick right. I want. Running back. So uh, yeah, running back. Uh, you got uh, David Montgomery versus uh, Detroit. I see. I seen some flashes against Green Bay. I didn't see many he had flashes a good game against Detroit. Actually, it was Green Bay that I was talking about. The the game. Sunday right. night, Monday good, night. He had a good game against you said, Green Bay. Yeah, you said Detroit the first time. Um, no, they he, played last week. They, they faced Detroit this week. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so against Green Bay, they wouldn't many flashes, but I seen some flashes. Yeah. yeah. David Montgomery's still a talented running back. He's got a good matchup. He's not playing a a team that's going to put up forty plus on right, him. Right. Right. Like I like I like Montgomery this week. Okay. I'll go to it. Um. All right. Wide receiver, I picked uh, Jakeem Grant versus Cincinnati. Uh, Miami playing Cincinnati. Uh, they don't really have a whole lot of other receivers besides Parker uh, and Gusecki. Uh, Cincinnati's got a suspect defense. they got a very suspect defense. Grant's super pass. cheap on DraftKings. Yes, That's where we're getting prices from. Right. Um, and then uh, the wild card pick uh, is uh, Edo Smith. From uh, Atlanta, going yeah. up against the Saints, he's their pretty much their receiving back. So, yeah, we kind of went back. We went week. back and forth on which one we wanted, with Gurley not playing. Right. Which one do we want? We decided we wanted Edo because he's going to get more of the receiving game. Well, he's getting more touches overall. He's getting more yeah. carries. Like I noticed, he had they're like close. even amount of carries. Yeah, they're close on carries. I think he had twelve and Hill had thirteen, but he's getting a lot more in the receiving game yeah. than Hill is. So I I feel like if I'm going to have one of the two, I would rather have Edo. Yeah, you want the, if, if they're that close on carries, you want the guy that's right. getting the receptions. All right. Uh, let's do one for the money real quick. What you got? All right. Am uh, I going to argue with you this week? You, yeah, I, I don't know if you will or not. All right, well, tell me, and I'll tell you if I'm My one for the money is uh, I'm taking the Colts minus the three points at Houston, uh, and the over-under is 51 okay. and a half. There's that half point again. Yeah. It's either 51 or 52, but I'm taking the under on that. Uh, the Colts have a really good defense. They're especially good against the pass. Okay. Um, I I think the Colts will actually definitely cover the spread on this one. Okay, so hold on. Indianapolis is favored by how much? Three. Okay, I like it. I like All both right. sides. Yeah. I I think, uh, yeah. Not, I mean, Deshaun I Watson scares me. Yeah. Deshaun Watson, you don't ever know Deshaun, when he's gonna go off, but you're playing the probability game. Right. And the probability game is that Indianapolis does win this by more than three points. Right. Um and the over under yeah, I did pick I, the under. How much was the over under? Fifty one and a half. Fuck that. That's twenty five plus for both teams. Fuck that. Yeah, I, I take the I under. Mean, I take the under on that. I'm I mean, Deshaun could go off and score forty on his own. I mean but Yeah, but I'm not, like I said, I don't you're think playing probability. You're you're playing probability. You're playing one of the best defenses in the league right now. So, uh, I mean, and I think DeForest Buckner. I think he'll be back this week. He was out last week. He was yeah. Out. So, uh, um, I'm confident that that defense will bounce back. And and the Texans, well, they're they're just not that good this year. No, uh, but yeah, you're definitely. You can Deshaun Watson me all you want. You're playing probability. The probability is Deshaun Watson's not going to put up. 40 by himself. Right. And the probability, I don't think you can honestly look at me and say that you expect both these teams to score 25 plus. You definitely don't see Indianapolis putting up 40 because that's just not how they play. Yeah. I like it. I like both sides of that. And like I said, I, I do where I do the, the primetime gambling advice. And so I'll own up to any of those. If you follow us on Twitter, um, I think Chicago Green Bay was at forty plus or whatever. It okay. was like forty four and a half. I said take the under because right. I was projecting basically a twenty eight seven game. Right. I didn't expect Aaron Rodgers to score every damn time he yeah, touched the ball. And then, and then, he damn near covered the over under by himself. And like then the Bears had the uh, garbage time where Mitchell Trubisky had. Yeah. Uh, uh, three touchdown passes. That ain't gonna happen. Yeah, in a, a, a regular game. Right, but I didn't like. 
what was it? Green Bay had 40. They had 40 something by themselves. Right. Like, and the over under was 44. And I said, take the under. I didn't expect Rodgers to score every time. Like, I mean, I didn't expect Rodgers to put up 40 by himself. Chicago's got a d- decent defense. Like, when you got a. Uh, but when you're Aaron freaking Rodgers and you're that damn talented, yeah. that's the gamble you're playing. That's why it's called gambling. When you got a player like that of that stature, you just never know. Yeah. Um, that's. That's why it's called gambling, people. Like, all right, let's get into our uh, games of the week real quick. We'll recap. I can't remember what what your game of the week last week was. Mine was. It was the Dallas game. Oh yeah, the Dallas. Because I'm gonna pick Dallas yeah. on Thanksgiving. Uh, like, we, we won't even recap that game. I didn't mm. write it down because I, I, I honestly I forgot. I didn't expect it to be a very good game, but like I said, it's Dallas on Thanksgiving, and that's the one I'm gonna take. Uh, my game that I picked for the uh, week was uh actually going on now or could it should be over by now uh should be any check scores the Ravens and the uh Steelers I'll Ravens check that's it in a minute but uh this week my game of the week is uh the Browns at Tennessee I think this is a uh, a good litmus test for uh the Browns to see how much they've improved because they haven't played a uh 500 teams since uh, the Colts. So, uh, I think I'm... I I think this should be a good game, and I think I'm going to take the Browns winning it. Okay. You got a score? Well, we'll say... You got a range of... We'll say... Well, okay, let's do this. All right. At what point on the over-under are you taking the under? Because we don't really do scores. We do... Gambling. All right. At what point are you taking the under on this game? If it's uh oh, I take the under at fifty. At fifty? I take the under at fifty. So you're okay twenty one twenty four. I'm okay with twenty one twenty four. Okay. Yeah. Or you know, I yeah. How I'd much do you think okay. Browns win by? Uh I think it'll be a close game because I do too. The Brent the Browns, they're they're still not strong against the run. No. And Derrick, Derrick and, Henry's and, tough. You know, that's <laughs> That's Tennessee's yeah. game, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, it's going to be a close game, I think. Yeah, but, I think it will, too. But I think the Browns will step up because I think they want to avenge that loss they had against that embarrassing week one loss they had last season against them. Yeah. Um, and I think they'll be ready to play. I think the only way that they uh, win the game or the only way Tennessee wins the game it's through the air because I think the Browns are going to come in and actually the box. be game playing to stop Derrick Henry. I don't know how you play Tennessee and you don't game plan. Right. Like that. You have to. Uh, yeah, I don't know how you don't. But, okay. Anyways, my game of the week, you're going to be shocked. Okay. Tennessee and Cleveland. Really? Yep. All right. Well, I had a secondary game. Well, I, I, I got one too. Okay. I, I'm just telling you that that was the one. Okay. I was gonna say before you said okay. it, but I guess I'll take New Orleans at Atlanta. I figured as you would have went Rams at Arizona. Uh, I, I do know. like it, but I picked Arizona a damn lot I this know. year. That's, that's that's why I picked that. I wrote that down for actually for my pick. That's why when I was looking through just a second ago, I thought I about it. I don't know though. The Rams just don't interest me at this point anymore. They're still a good team. They I are, they but I just can't stand to watch Jared Goff anymore. Yeah, Jared Goff. I don't know. I'm not saying that he's not a talented quarterback. But Jared Goff's fucking boring. Paid. He's boring. He's not worth what. He's not worth his contract. No, absolutely not. Um, and and really, that Rams offense is not as great as it was at one point. No. The defense is kind of a little better than what you expect. Uh, which I love Wade Phillips, so I do. That game does. Wade Phillips isn't there no more. Yeah, but it's still the same damn system. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? He's about, the one that started that system. That they're still running that same basic system. What do you think about Sean McVay though? I like Sean McVay, but I, I think he's the reason. I think you're talking about another Sean. situation in like in in Philly. They've strapped themselves to Jared Goff, and I think they strapped themselves to the wrong guy. Ah, uh, well, I think he could win with lesser talented guys. I don't think Jared Goff has worked his contract. I don't think he never. I don't think he ever should have been the number one overall pick. No. Um, but he's he's kind of and and this is my opinion on on Baker. He's a game manager. Yeah. Um, but he's not a thirty million dollar. Yeah. I, I so mean, what what you paid golf? You're asking him to win 
with less, less talent, talent than what normal people right. have. That's why it's golf ain't gonna do it. Right. But I think Sean McVay's smart enough to keep them competitive. But golf just bores the fuck out of me. I can't stand right. watching. He like, is. He's boring, and he he don't show no emotion. No. But, but that's actually that's I like that in quarterback. Peyton was the same way. Right. And and well, I don't know. You're seeing Brady kind of chew some people out yeah. here in the last couple of years. But for the most part, Brady's been that way. All the great quarterbacks are that way. Yeah. But he's not a great quarterback. No. Nah. No. Nah. Nah. And that's just, I mean, that's just like Baker. I love Baker's moxie. I love his I attitude. love Baker's attitude. I, I Did you see, that? Illegal I Am to the Face tweeted it out, and I didn't see it until he tweeted it out. Okay, I'm not sure. Uh, they come across, and Baker sends a guy in motion this week. And who'd they play? Uh, Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Defensive line shifts okay. like to the right or something. So the mm-hmm. guy's coming from Baker's right to the left, and the defensive line shifts to the same way that guy's moving. And Baker goes, "Hey, that was cute, guys!" Like right there at the line. Oh my god, I freaking <laughs> I love didn't it. See that. I, I didn't see I that. love Baker Mayfield. Okay. I hope that God Baker Mayfield turns into like this super talented guy that's putting up crazy freaking numbers. I would in love Cleveland. to see that too. I would love to see that, but. In, in reality, if I'm a, it's probably not. If it ain't already happened, it's probably not gonna happen. I wouldn't, I wouldn't attach, I wouldn't attach my wagon to him for long term without you know him seeing, uh, you know, huge improvement. But uh, uh, I'll but tell I do. You, I love his attitude. Yeah, you can move I'll on. You but I like thing. Yeah, let's uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and move on. Uh, we got our games of the week. Let's yeah. uh, let's move in. Uh, Let's get out of here, man. Okay. You got anybody you want to toast tonight? Uh, well, let's just toast our... What have we done here lately? Did we do military personnel? Yeah, I got that... Actually, I got that written down. Uh, I want I want to... I, have we I done first... We've done anyway. first responders. Uh, military, medical staff. I definitely want to... Toast medical staff out there. Yeah, during, absolutely. During this pandemic, keep uh, talking. I gotta. So uh, my mother is a. Well, no, don't keep talking. Let okay, me talk. Yeah. Uh, my mother is a. Uh, she has her master's degree in medical science or something right. like. She's she and she's been in the hospital since I was big as a damn minna. Yeah. But uh, and she's been an RN and an ER nurse, and she's went back to school and got extra degrees and all kinds of stuff now that I'm older and kind of out of her way, right. I guess you would say. But she sent me a picture today and I wanted to show you okay. what she's having to wear because she's now like a cardiac specialist right. in Winchester, okay. Kentucky or something like that. Oh my god! Look at that damn suit. Uh, I know you listener can't see it and I, I feel for his mother, but she's pretty much in a hazmat suit. I mean, it's a Yeah, it's does she a not look like she's going into like an Ebola space, section? Or, yeah, like, yeah, like she's going in space or like Ebola, like some shit you'd see in the movies and yeah. stuff. I she mean, has to wear literally. that for 12 hours a day. Oh my like, gosh, I couldn't imagine. Um, yeah, so right there, let's let's toast your mother for sure, and all the other medical, yeah, medical staff in there out there that's on the front lines of the pandemic. Um, we definitely thank you guys. Uh, you know, of course, we thank our 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 military as well and our first responders. Uh, but you medical staff, especially going through this pandemic. Uh, so uh, get get our glasses up here. Cheers, Cheers. brother. And that's it. I blowed it up. Ready to go.